Welcome to the Project In Between podcast, an open and safe place or space where we are sharing stories of healing from emotional and stressful events. After any form of emotional trauma, there is an in-between phase, a healing phase. The in-between phase, this is where uncertainty meets growth and renewal. We all heal from these situations at different rates. What matters is the stories we resonate with, the lessons we have gained, and the experience that has made us a better person. So today we have Hadaly. She is, sorry, Hadaly is a pediatrician and personal success and parenting coach. She's also the founder of Healthy and Strong Kids, and it is her mission to create awareness about neglect and child abuse and to help parents to raise strong and healthy kids. So welcome and thank you for coming on, Hadaly. Oh, thank you, Christy, for having me here today. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so just tell us a little bit, a uh, bit more about yourself. Um, where did you grow up? What was your childhood like? What do you? Obviously, you're a pediatrician. Um, uh, do you have a family? Just yeah, give us a little bit more of a background. For yes, you. yes, definitely. So I'm originally from El Salvador, so uh, I grew up over there. And in 2010, I came to the to the US. But to to give you a little bit more of background. Um, when I was about five years old, unfortunately, my parents uh, uh, separated and due to the divorce, my mom wasn't feeling very well emotionally. So she left us with, with my grandmother. So at that time, actually, um, I, my brother was only two years old. During that time, we lived with, with, with my grandma and she loved us. But unfortunately, she was very busy and couldn't really take care of us. So I became someone who really wanted to take care of my brother and be that caring person for him. And that's when I started having that desire of taking care of children. But uh, we, we went through different phases. Uh, unfortunately, there was a little bit of neglect because we didn't have neither my, my dad or my mom like to really looking for us. Uh, there were there were situations where we were not treated treated right, unfortunately, and that's why part of my mission is to to help these these kids to actually have the right support to help parents to 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 uh, to have this awareness about things that could be happening. And uh, well, I decided when I was eight years old that I was going to become a pediatrician, and here I am. Wow, at eight years old, that's fantastic. That's so great. It's um interesting. The first 10 years of, of your life, it really, really sets you up for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. It sets you up as an adult. And yeah, so wow, eight years old. That's phenomenal. Yes, thank you. Yeah, well, uh, later on, there were like different situations that also happen. I, I think that pretty much as everybody else, we go through different phases in our life. Yeah. So but um, but for me, uh, definitely going through those, we, call, we could call it failures or hard times has helped me to become a, a stronger and a stronger every time. Yes, I 100% believe that uh, we all go through, you know, sometimes not great experiences in our lives. I don't think anybody is exempt from that. Um, but it's how you 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 pull yourself out and um, get dust your knees off and keep going. Yes. So uh, 
I know that uh, this podcast is about giving giving hope and helping people who is going through ne negative situations. Something else that uh, unfortunately uh, I experience and I think is something that many times we have a hard time uh, talking about is that I also suffer sexual abuse and that really marked me a lot. And for my future, like when I had my first courtship and when I actually uh, was dating someone, I always had a negative uh, self-image and also a negative um basically relationship because because of myself and I guard myself against it so one of the things I I want to help too is create this awareness to protect uh, your child your children uh, from this but also tell you that if you went through this you can overcome it and you you can overcome this I went through a huge healing process a process of rediscovering myself, a process of loving myself, not expecting that people will love me, but actually learn to love myself and basically think from inside out instead of instead of letting the circumstances being the ones that control my, my destiny. Yeah, I, I'm a big believer in if, if you are not taught how to love yourself as a child mm -hmm. um, and uh, then you are then taught to seek it outside of you as an adult because um, which can be quite damaging I think and that's how people a lot of people get stuck in relationships like yourself uh, where they become abusive um, emotionally mm -hmm. physically mentally you know all of it financially if, if we're not taught how to as children and as what you're doing right now if we're not taught how to love ourselves by our parents and sometimes our parents can't teach us that and then we have to figure it out for ourselves in adulthood um mm -hmm. but yeah tell me a little bit about your healing journey like you're in between so obviously your healing journey would have been quite extensive so yeah tell us a little bit more about how you went along in that journey well yeah as you said it's like I went through different different phases um, at the beginning, I didn't know that what was happening to me was something that shouldn't have happened. So when I started learning about, about, um, about the part of like not letting anybody touching me and things like that, that really, really uh, scared me away. I thought that it was me who did something wrong, even though that wasn't what happened. And, and I shut down, I shut down and I stopped, like, I, I became very, very introvert about it. But, um, but in that, in that sense, basically, it was, it was, it was a long process of uh, learning what my strengths were, and focusing on the things that actually I could do better, I could do best. And even though I went through different, like, uh, uh, self-esteem issues regarding that I focus on what I could actually be successful on and because as I said uh, when I was five I became a caregiver for my brother that really drive me to to be a doctor for kids and I said I want to serve people I want to help and mostly I want to protect kids and that became my mission so um, I, I did everything I could. I went through medical school. I did pediatrics in my country. Then in 2010, I, I came and did pediatrics here, but I started becoming very successful in my career. 
of becoming a pediatrician. Yet my personal life, I couldn't let anybody in. I had, unfortunately, the bad experience of my dad uh, leaving us, bad experience. I, 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 I saw men as extremely dangerous and bad person. So that was a, a really, really rediscovered and healing process because when I finally felt like I was doing what I loved, which is working with kids, helping kids, I still couldn't, that part of my life was shut down. So I, I started a process of uh, like learning how to love myself, learning how to heal myself. And I discovered that everything went back to my childhood. The, why I didn't let anybody get closer to me, why I was so um, basically retracted from the male society, let's say. And, and somehow I became a little bit of a feminist. But uh, but at the same time, it's like like um, I did a lot of a lot of like uh, faith building, uh, prayer, meditation, uh, studying self development, and and learning part of the psychology behind it. As a doctor, as a pediatrician, that that is not only help help me, but now I'm using it to help my patients, to help uh, the parents of my patients, and to help other people around. And that's why I decided to, to become a, a personal success coach. I'm already a pediatrician, which I love, but I want to I wanna be able to create more impact and help. And that's why I, I have a mentor that is helping me as well. Oh, that's great. It's so great. I don't know about you, but I know when I um, studied nursing, they only glossed over the mind um, and the brain. Um, they didn't really mm -hmm. go much into the psychology because obviously psychology is different to that that side. And I, I have a strong belief now that I feel like they need to really integrate both because I feel yes. like it makes you such a better, a much better health professional when you mm -hmm. are aware of how the human mind works and how the human body work together in, in mm -hmm. dysbiosis and um yeah I don't know Is, do you agree with that a hundred percent actually I was trained uh, as a medical doctor an MD and definitely I got very interested in holistic uh health and I've been studying a lot a lot about, about how to heal your body with food how to help your body with self-care how to help heal your body with meditation unfortunately as a doctor I come I get these parents and this is sad I, I recently had this little eight years old girl that mom was was uh, brought, brought, brought her to me asking me to test her for ADHD and start her on medications. It's like they just want medication for everything. And as I started talking with the little girl, um, I asked her very key questions. How she's sleeping? How is everything going on at school? If someone was actually bullying her, because I did suffer from bully as well, and, and I learned and I realized she was not sleeping well. She was being scared of things happening. At school, actually, she was being bullied. And most of her inattention was due to actually having anxiety. And, and, and it, it wasn't really like that she was having ADD. It was that she was having anxiety. So and, and by 
that's why I want to help parents to communicate with their kids, to understand and to be able to establish that close relationship. And, uh, and definitely I decided that I wanted to become a holistic pediatrician. And, and that, that's why I'm, I'm integrating mindset. I'm integrating like the medical knowledge I have with, with everything else because that's the best way. I 100% agree. And I wish that they did that over here in Australia, to be honest with you. I feel like, um, you know, they say attention deficit disorder, but maybe it's an inattention from, and there's no slight on parents. I don't think we get, when you have kids, I feel like we almost need to, um, when you go through pregnancy, go through parenting classes. <laughs> because especially if you don't have the right parental upbringing, like if, you, if your parents don't, guide you or are unable to guide you then when you go and have children of your own it's almost like you're unable to guide them as well so I feel like um like what you're doing with the parent coaching and stuff is so great and so needed because then they can attend to the needs of their children in the right way and give them the right attention Mm -hmm. yeah yes um I just think it's a very it needs to be holistic the whole thing um and I completely agree. I think it's a great way to look at it because we're not just a body, we're a mind and mm-hmm. a body. Yeah, it makes me think of the example of just putting a band-aid on something or actually taking care of the whole thing, like from the, the root, okay? Because that's, that's the, the, the big difference. Many times can, like the medical problems can be healed just by eating healthy or less stress or a health, healthy lifestyle. Look, so there's a lot of factors to, to consider, just not medication. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, and it's not going against any of that stuff because that's just mm-hmm. helpful, but um, it's, as you say, like what you're doing now, it's integrating everything and it's not just looking at, uh, as you say, the Band-Aid effect. Um, it's about integrating, connecting or separating. It's almost like the medical model has separated the body and the mind when they, it actually needs to be integrated in order to mm-hmm. heal. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Um, So when you were going through your healing phase from um, each of your different uh, in-between stages, what sort of support did you yourself seek? Um, You're a paediatrician, obviously, you know, yeah, like obviously what type of things? So there was a period of time for me that was a little bit traumatizing. Um, When I was... uh, in my first year of uh, pediatric training, actually, I I started dating a guy, and I was I I had gone through different experience, and I was trying to make it work as much as I could. So we 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 got engaged, and it happened that I was discovered to have a a, a medical problem, like an ovarian problem, with uh, uh, problems with infertility. And it was very sad because at that time he actually, well, we broke up because he, he cheated on me. He wanted to have ch- children. And that really brought me down. I've never asked for help. I told you after everything that happened to me, I always shut down and I became very uh, just in myself. I never asked for, he- for help. But at that time I went through a deep depression period because I felt like I felt worthless. 
as a woman. I was successful. I was a doctor already. I was training in pediatrics, which which was very hard to get into the training. And uh, but I got depressed, extremely depressed. And I actually, to be honest, I I had suicidal feelings at that time because I felt like I couldn't even have a, a child, and I love children. So that really brought me down a lot. That that was one of the worst things that happened to me but that's when i decided to ask for help i actually went to to a psychiatrist not everybody needs it but to be honest sometimes there is this misconception that seeking for help is bad but no we all need it and i learned that in that way but to be honest everybody needs it even if you don't get to the point of feeling negative thoughts about hurting yourself you still might need help might need to talk to someone but yes I actually seek for psychiatric treatment I was on antidepressant for about about six months but then I also work on my spirituality I work on my, my mental and physical health I became more spiritual. Uh, I started doing uh, more Bible reading, uh, more uh, uh, basically faith building activities, but also eating healthy, taking care of my body, trying to sleep better, because that was also one of my struggles. So definitely uh, doing things for yourself, like helping yourself was very important. That was even before I started like the rediscovering process of healing myself that actually took a, a few more years but definitely we need help no matter what asking for help is not weakness actually that's that's something smart to do and and the best that we can do now i feel like i'm doing way better but yet i still ask for help i have actually a mentor that is is coaching me to, for me to be to be a better coach in personal grow, growth and development, I don't know if you have heard about Bob Proctor, but actually I, I'm being mentored by him, and 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 I'm I'm, I'm loving it. And uh, besides that, I'm more spiritual. I'm more faithful. I do more uh, volunteering for my for my uh, my uh, uh, my church, my religion. But uh, the thing is that when you focus on helping others and you focus on gratitude, everything changes. You take the focus away from yourself, from your problems. And then you also realize that others are going through worse situations than you are. And one, one thing that, that has really helped me is to remember and realize that there's always a rainbow after this, the storm. There's always a rainbow. 100%. I 100% agree. And I think also some people can get to the point where they diminish their own um, their own journeys and compare themselves to other people and think, oh, well, there's worse people out there, you know, so why bother seeking help? But no, I, I'm a big believer in the, the world of psychiatry and psychology is there for a reason, just like, you know, the medical world. Um and yeah, it can be, for, and I do feel like for people who serve others, it is hard to go and seek help for yourself because you're so used to giving out to other people. Um, I am a massive believer in, 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 in antidepressants as well. It doesn't mean that you need to be on them forever, mm-hmm. but they, mm-hmm. they're there to help you, guide you through your healing journey. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sometimes we we might need a little bit. Uh, that's that's what I actually tell now to my patients. Sometimes are still uh, there's different types of depression, and it this could be something just because of the circumstances. That's what uh, the doctor told me, and so it was something temporary. Actually, after six months, I never need them again. I don't really suffer of depression at all. Um, super happy. I feel super successful now. I'm happily married to a wonderful man. Uh, so, so everything, everything, and everything starts with changing our mind and how we see to, to ourselves, how we look to ourselves. Actually, self-image is something that actually Bob Proctor's also talks about, but yeah, so we need to love ourselves first. I really, I love Bob, I love Bob Proctor and he's actually on one of my, um, you know, dream mentors, uh, to one day get into but um you know we'll see how that happens <laughs> he's great um i wanted to ask you so around the men thing so obviously um you you've had not a great experience not great experiences with men and the way that they treated you which obviously caused you to shut down emotionally mm-hmm. shut your heart close your heart um lack of trust so how did you learn to trust men again after those particular incidents? This is what I would like to know. You know what? That's a very interesting question because after I was engaged that I told you that I went through this uh, broken relationship, deep depression, me feeling like worthless, empty, couldn't have children and everything. I was single and not, I wouldn't let any men approach to me for almost 10 years, almost 10 years. Wow. So it took me 10 years actually. Yeah. But um, that was, yeah, that was a while ago. But what happened is that one day, I my mom always told me, you are successful. You have to uh, to think about your personal life. But she, she didn't know what was in my mind or why. She wouldn't understand because also, I don't really talk about what happened to me when I was a child. That's something that that hurt her a lot. So what what happened is that one day I decided and I started uh, studying uh, personal development, as I said, but I started working on my faith. It was a combination of, I actually, I read a book from Gay Hendricks that is called Healing with Self-Love. That's really helped me. That really helped me a lot. But also I started doing a program and it's funny because that in that program, they mentioned Bob Proctor. I, I think he was very briefly in one of those uh, of those uh, parts of the of, of the of the program. But the program was about uh, the law, the law of attraction, um, the law of vibration. Basically, it was about attracting what you what you want. And basically, if you where you put your focus is what you attract. So I started, I I learned first that I was myself putting, uh, basically putting myself a huge wall that wouldn't allow anybody because I would ask, wonder why nobody gets close to me. I wasn't letting it. So I learned first that I had to um, remove that that wall and come down first. Then I started grinding down. Well, I started working on my on, on my faith and I started writing down every night. And I did this for a whole year. <laughs> every night, um, the qualities of the person I wanted to attract. 
at the beginning, to be honest, I didn't really believe it. <laughs> but I also wrote down uh, Bible scriptures that helped me to stay positive and helped me to stay to have faith. So every night I did it, every single night. And, and I consistently wrote down and read. I read basically um, those qualities. Also something that, that that program taught me and Mary Morrison was there, Bob Proctor, like it was a very good program. And, and that's when I first uh, uh, started learning about the power of your mind. But there is a lot of faith and believing in that you can achieve. That's something I never believed I, I could achieve. Never, ever. And, and if you would have asked me before I started that course, I thought it was impossible. So, well, after a year, I kept same qualities. I started opening myself a little bit more and uh, putting myself more in situations where I was going to be able to talk to people, but to the right people, of course, not going to bars, but more like uh, like in the congregation or uh, at work or uh, basically good places, library, gym, things like that. So, and then I started kind of uh, hanging out with friends. I didn't like to hang out with friends because I never had time. That's what I told to myself. I don't have time and I don't need it. But well, I started doing that. Suddenly, I started talking more and more with this specific person. And I started reading my the qualities. And I'm like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, make sure all the checkpoints. And, and at the same time, I wasn't making any movement. I was waiting, but I wasn't shutting down. I was allowing the opportunities. And that's how we started dating. I It was a big leap of faith for me to actually get into the relationship. But in that year, my mind should switch. And now it's like, we dated for over a year uh, and then we got married and we are happily married he's like the perfect person for me he's never asked I ever thought that all men are the same no not at all so I how it happened believe me it was a, a change so the power of um, basically out of suggestion that Bob Proctor talks about. Now that I'm studying with Bob Proctor, I understand more because a lot of what he teach, and actually I teach it now as well because I'm actually coaching his programs. Um, so it really, it really works because I already experienced it and I see people over and over and over again. So now like I'm just working on being able to help more people with this because this is this is a treasure that 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 you have. It's a treasure. You just have to teach people and help her to help them to understand and help them to believe because everything is is the power of your mind and when you believe it it happens. Yep. I 100% one actually I 1 million percent agree I know this even for myself um I've been practicing the same thing probably for the last mm, five years I think definitely full um but uh I'm a massive believer I don't know if you know Joe Dispenza he's um in America I've heard about him yeah yeah he's great and he's the same I think he's a physician as well and um 
he he also sprouts the power of the mind and belief. If you have a belief yeah. in yourself, if and it does come down to if your heart is shut off, you're going mm-hmm. to attract shut off people. Mm-hmm. If your heart is open, you're going to attract people whose hearts are also open. And then you've got to be able, as you said, you've got to be able to receive the love from them. So for people like yourself and even for myself, um, you know, reopening your heart can be hard and a little challenging, but yet so rewarding because then it brings more and then it feels really good. And and, and it, the happiness factor um, can almost feel a little bit addictive because it's like, wow, what have I been missing out on all this time? <laughs> Would you exactly. agree? Yeah, 100%. It's like I cannot believe I don't recognize myself in the change. It's like I don't I don't even know when it happened. It happened gradually over like over that period of time but but it's something that definitely is possible because I'm experiencing and experiencing it and many times I told my husband pinch me (laughs) (laughs) yeah it'd be great I've got a I've got a eight-year-old daughter and um Mm -hmm. so and I'm like oh wow you know this is juicy time for me I can I can start teaching her how to believe in herself and how to love and accept herself and there's no such thing as perfect or normal or, you know, we're going to experience, I mean, for myself growing up, and I think it might be a generational thing. thing. Um, And, you know, teaching her that it's okay to feel the full gamut of human emotion. Like we have those emotions for a reason, you know, feel anger, feel sadness, feel happiness, feel all of those things but sit in them and, and it's okay to feel those things. Um, I do think at schools it can be a little bit challenging for for the teachers and all that to kind of contain the gamut of emotions that kids would be going through. But um, I think as parents and what you're doing anyways, um, it's really key to help them, our kids to understand that it's okay to have those feelings because then it'll set them up as in adulthood uh, to to be able to self-regulate. Yes, exactly. And unfortunately, I don't think uh, many schools are very good at that. Because unfortunately, I get a lot of referrals that and and it really makes me unhappy when I see this that uh, this parent is with the child because the school teacher is complaining about certain behavior and they want medication for this or they want and many times it's just something that can be corrected easily with the proper discipline or, or redirecting the child uh, in a better way. And, and right now that we're talking a little bit about, about children and you have the eight-year-old, something that is very important is that as parents, we want to overprotect them, but we need to learn let them learn to solve their problems. So that's very, very important. You have to help her. And right now is the time because you're there to back her up and supervise her. So, but let her solve her problem because if they, if they, if, if you don't let them fail right now, failure in the future is going to actually feel much worse and could have uh, really bad consequences. That's actually very important to, to, to keep in mind, but also uh, very important with children. Uh, yes, the emotions, the, the emotions you have to, you have to also help them to, to understand. They go through different emotions, frustrations. They are learning about themselves as well. And unfortunately, 
when other kids make negative comments about them, they they that could really greatly impact them. And those are things that, that we want to help our kids to be confident. We want to make sure that our kids grow up feeling that, that um, it's, it's basically they have all the tools and all the, the, the skills to, to overcome anything later on in the future. So showing them the right attitude is key. And attitude is the magic word, as uh, Bob Proctor says. <laughs> I 100% agree. I, um, I'm very big. Uh, my daughter goes to a different type, kind of school here in Australia and I love it because they they foster a sense of independence. So, mm-hmm. But it's also guided independence and that's how I parent my child. I, I, I allow her to make mistakes and because mm-hmm. I don't want her to be, I don't want her to become a codependent adult. I want her to be an independent adult that can, make decisions for herself and know that, you know, we're going to, you know, make mistakes in life, but, you know, learn and grow from it and be okay. So I, I actually allow her to do cooking and, you know, supervised cooking and things like that. Whereas um, over here, I think a lot of, a, a lot of uh, people can cotton wool their kids and, and sort of do everything for them. But I don't think that's, that's not the, that's no. not our job as parents. It's our job to, to to show them how to have a little sense of independence. Got yes. it. Yeah, and also another important thing that we need to teach our children is about failure. Because unfortunately, we we have we set high standards and expectations that failure is like so bad. And, and then what happened is that if they felt they felt that that uh, damaged their self-confidence. No, we need to actually teach them right now that failing is OK because it's part of growing. And that just just help them to actually be better next time. But no, instead of feeling frustrated uh, at that time. So those are like little tweaks that maybe we have to do with our worthing or how we prize our children, because that either uh, will build up their, their, their self-esteem and confidence or, or could actually make them feel very uh, retracted or have a very low confidence in themselves. In themselves. Mm, I think just giving them the safe space to, to home is the best place to test out failure, I feel mm-hmm. like. Because they yes. have space with mum and dad and, and mum and dad can encourage them through those failures to see that it's not mm-hmm. that scary. Um, okay, so I would actually like to ask you, what pe- uh, piece of advice uh, would, would the Hedaly of today give to the Hedaly of uh, your childhood? First, tell myself that everything is going to be okay and I didn't do anything wrong. So that what happened, it just helped me to grow and be a better person. And uh, the most important thing is that I have to learn to love myself and don't worry about or don't focus on what's going to what's going what's happening around the circumstances, but just focusing on what I really want. Yeah. And give her a big cuddle. (laughs) Yes. Um, okay, would there be any piece of advice that you would offer to, to listeners um, who may have gone through the similar experiences that you have gone through? Well, um, if they went through 
child neglect or child abuse, they can help. They they have to stop blaming the circumstances or blaming their parents. We have to take take ownership of our life because we only have one life and it's our life. So we don't blame anybody else. Don't blame the circumstances. Start thinking from inside out instead of outside in. Yeah. And also, also ask for help. If you need help, ask for help. There's many coaches, mentors that can help you. That's, that's very important. And if you were someone who actually went through a, a broken heart for, for a problem that happened in a relationship, same thing. Don't blame others. Just focus on your strength and become stronger. Mm. I love that. I love it. I 100% agree. It's, yeah. Don't carry around the baggage of other people's pain. Mm-hmm. Drop the baggage. Yeah, that's great. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest lesson or growth that you, that, that you might have taken from all of this? Biggest lesson is that um, the world can fall apart but you have the power of your mind. You can rebuild. We have the power of creating. We have our creator gave us that capacity. It didn't give it to animals, but it gave it to us. So don't, don't, don't focus on the material, material possessions. Don't focus on what the attitude of someone else. Focus just on yourself. And when I talk about, about, uh, uh, creating from the inside out. I'm focusing about using uh, your your high um, uh, thinking qualities, which are basically your imagination, your perception, your reasoning, your will, the, the willpower that you have. Don't focus on everything else. Focus it on what you can create because you can create the results you want. Don't focus on the results you have right now. You can change them. I agree. Stay in your own lane, that's what I say. It's not selfish to stay in your own lane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Choose yourself. Um, yeah, okay. So what would be your favourite healing modality? Do you have one specific one or do you have a couple? Yeah, I would say it's a combination. Uh, I do a lot of, uh, I'm, I'm a believer, so I do a lot of uh, prayer, Bible reading. Of course, I respect everybody else, So, but, but uh praying, Bible reading, meditation, appreciation of the wonderful gifts we have. Nature is a wonderful gift. I, I, I do a lot of um, outdoor activities because that really helped me to feel in peace mm-hmm. and also be grateful. I recommend my patients and I do it myself every night. I write down a gratitude journal. When you focus on the things you should be grateful for, you push away the negative things. So if something negative comes to you, write down five positive things that happened to you and that you should be grateful for. And that will help you a lot. I do that a lot, but of course I try to eat healthy, do a little bit of exercise and take a break when you need to. Mm. I call negativity the darkness and positivity the light. And I feel like the more light you, you, you have, it repels the darkness. It's almost like it, it doesn't, darkness can't feed into the light, you know, so you repel it. Yes. I, I yes. agree. Uh, so your favourite form of self-care? Uh, 
So one of the things is I take time for myself and for meditation, basically. Um, take time for basically, well, I like going for massages, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Yeah, <laughs> lately, yeah. lately, because of COVID, I haven't really been able to, to my, like the therapist I used to go. I have, I have a, a massager here. It's not the same, but that helps. So, but I do that. I like to listen to music that is uplifting. I don't want to bring anything negative to me. So I don't listen to music that is depressing, only uplifting music. That really helped me in, uh, to relax, and I pray. I, I pray, but yeah, I take care of myself by taking that little time for myself. Like schedule, you have to schedule it. If you don't schedule you time for yourself, there's many other things that are will uh, are gonna take over. It it could be it could be your your children. It could be your work. It could be anything else. So you have to schedule time for yourself. I agree. That's great advice. Thank you. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite inspirational quote, something that gets you through or just something that's like, yes, I love that. Yes, I actually, there's a Bible scripture that I really, really like a lot. And it is in Philippians 4.13 that it says, well, every version might say different, but it says for all things, I have the strength through the one who gives me power. Okay, so so knowing that I have that uh, superior force that gives me power, trusting that he wants a better future for me, um, having faith and belief, that really that really gave me power for for many 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 years. I always had since I was since I was uh, a teen, I always had a phrase that every time I was I was feeling down or med school was very hard. I had many sleepless nights. I had to work a lot through med school and study hard. I had that phrase. Actually, it was this scripture for many years. And I would read it and I would keep going. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I did. <laughs> that's great. Um, okay. So what about a favorite book or um, do you have a favorite book that you oh, like? Oh, yeah. I um, have many. <laughs> Right. I, I, um, the one that really helped me to understand that my childhood had a lot to do with me closing myself is called um, Healing with Self-Love, Love, that is from Guy Hendricks. Uh, that's a very, very good one. Uh, right now, actually, I'm reading a couple of books from that actually Bob Proctor had recommended me <laughs> a lot. So, but... Um, I do read the Bible a lot too. That really helps me a lot. But uh, uh, for example, there is this book called uh, The Power of uh, Awareness that talks, uh, basically it, it talks a lot about the, the, pow uh, the power of assumption, assuming that you already have what you, what you want. And not focusing on what you don't want. Don't focus on scarcity. Focus on on actually what the, the things that you want, even though you might not believe right now. But but if you keep just focusing on what you don't have, you just keep attracting what you don't have. But if you focus on and if you behave and think and assume that you already have it, you will have it. Yep. I agree. I love this. This is great. Thank you. Um, right, and then so to lighten it up, 
uh, favorite food and favorite piece of music? Because this will well, make sense. <laughs> favorite food, I love pizza. Hello, pizza. pizza. Yeah, pizza. <laughs> yeah. I try not to eat it too often. I think. Well, sometimes my husband, my husband actually was uh, sick a few a few months ago. He had COVID and he was very sick. So we started eating a lot of pizza because of that. <laughs> so just <laughs> we spoil ourselves. But um, to be honest, I try to eat healthy. But I I love pizza. Favorite music. I like a lot of like Christian music, to be honest, music that talks about faith, music that is uplifting. Um, but I also like pop music. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> so, but to be honest, I, 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 I usually listen to music. There is um, JW uh, that is from the Jehovah Witnesses, and they have a very, very, very nice uplifting music there. I like the, the, that music music has a way of speaking to your soul i believe it's mm-hmm. just like food and i think you know it's it's healthy to indulge in different foods and things like that you know i don't think we're all we're all perfect we're perfectly eating healthy healthy at all times or any of that stuff so. i love chocolates too so yeah. yeah see there you go i think it's okay to indulge i think we've got to allow ourselves um the right to be able to indulge every now and then and and to not be yeah. perfect <laughs> Exactly. I have my cheat meal days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, that wraps that wraps it up. Thank you so much uh, for coming on. Um, you've touched on so many deeply, deeply important things that I 100% um, believe in and agree with. And I think you, you telling your story is, you know, one of bravery and also just, you know, accepting that things happen and and you can come out of it and as you say there are rainbows after the the storm so yes yeah it's great so well, thank, thank you christy for having me here and uh i mean in my in my facebook profile i post inspiring quotes and i also uh, have the links to my parenting uh group and also the link to my uh to my uh we, i call it healing with self-love mm-hmm. a group that is for uh, personal success but yeah um, uh, my facebook is basically just my name <laughs> okay yeah. so what i'll do is um i'll grab all of your details and i'll pop it into the description box of um the podcast and the youtube channel and um also onto the socials so everybody will know how to find you and yeah so thank you very much uh for coming on Thank you, Christy. Have a wonderful day. You too.